0: Hi, welcome to the podcast AI and You Translating Artificial Intelligence into Business by Sharad Gandhi and Christian Neil. All these podcasts you can find on our website. In addition, you can find our books, some workshop materials, and presentations we do at www.ai-u.org. Welcome to today's podcast. Hello, Sharad. How are you feeling today?
1: I'm doing well. I wasn't doing that well in the last couple of weeks, but, you know, I've, I've recovered. You know, October is a difficult month for me. It just makes... Uh, I'm sort of more sensitive to getting catching a cold and all that. And October, you know, the weather changes, so that's the regular situation. But I'm doing well now. So, guys, if you know that
0: situation, this podcast is for you because we're going to talk about health today. And we're going to talk about artificial intelligence and health. Um, you probably have heard a lot of stories, it's been in the news, there's a lot of articles on it and um, there's a lot of conferences. Shrad, you're going to go to a conference in November focused on health. What are you going to talk about?
1: Yeah, I think uh, healthcare is one of the big, big areas for AI. Uh, in fact, you know, literally every industry is interested in AI and uh, I think uh, the, the healthcare is probably going to benefit the most because it suffers from some uh, standard problems with, actually all industries have had, one of the biggest problems is the rising cost of healthcare. So rising cost of healthcare, uh, access to doctors, you know, it's not just for the developed countries, but developing countries have a huge problem in getting access to doctors. And if you don't have access to doctors, people can't even diagnose what you have and we all know that early diagnosis is key to uh, improving your health so how can ai help i mean how what does ai actually do in healthcare and what does
0: how does it help these situations
1: yeah so actually if you look at it you know in the last 100 years so much has changed so just to give you a number 100 years ago the healthcare knowledge or the medical knowledge doubled every 150 years today it doubles every seventy-three days. Wow, that's amazing. Because eight hundred thousand journal articles are published every year, mm-hmm. and you know even things like uh, the human genome, it has three billion data points. So, y- without having help from artificial intelligence, it's just impossible for even the brightest of doctors or medical you know professionals to deal with this so i think ai helps to figure out certain patterns and especially in diagnosis it makes a huge help because you know if you can diagnose things like take take for example skin cancer now skin cancer basically is because there is some growth on your skin and uh, that needs to be analyzed Are first of all, observed by a specialist and uh, analyzed whether it's malignant or non-malignant. And if it is malignant, something needs to be done pretty soon because if your diagnosis is done pretty early, then your chances of survival are over 90%. If you delay that and it takes five years, then your chances of survival reduces to about 10% so early diagnosis is one of the biggest issues in healthcare because of rising costs uh, and access to healthcare has become more and more difficult because even in countries like germany or us or uk getting access to a specialist takes a lot of time and and you know if ai were to help in just pointing out this is serious you need to go to a doctor right away or this is not
0: so serious. So let me understand this a little bit better. So is, is AI like a um, like a doctor, is it like a therapist, is it like a nurse, is it like a hospital, is it like a pharmaceutical expert? So where so, does AI help or does it help in all the areas for health?
1: Actually it's, a, it's an interesting question because I think for diagnosis it is more like your uh, the first level of help you can get in someone figuring out is it serious or not. Mm -hmm. Do you have this condition or you don't? Mm -hmm. And even if you can, even if something can figure that out, uh, soon and and fairly at reasonable cost, then you know that you need to do something or you don't need to do something. Mm -hmm. And this is the entire area of diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And this is true not just for various types of cancer, but even some of the, you know, chronic things like uh, Alzheimer or Parkinson or dementia. Mm -hmm. Earlier you can figure out better are the chances of doing something about it. So what are the benefits of AI-based diagnosis? See, the AI-based diagnosis is in a way very similar to the way an expert would... Diagnose, but the advantage is you have it's possible to have a much earlier access to it. Mm-hmm. You can do it through telemedicine. Mm-hmm. You basically have telemedicine access your conditions, your, your medical data, or your in this example of skin cancer. You know, you basically uh, send a picture of your uh, of the growth on your skin, and it's able to tell you with an expertise of a specialist, whether it is serious or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a huge difference. It makes a huge difference in the survival rates of mm-hmm. people. It sounds like it could also be more cost effective, right? Because it maybe it saves some time. It sounds like it's a partner to the doctor, right? It's a partner yeah. to the doctor. Yeah. Actually, helps, yeah. So as I say, it, it is a partner to the doctor in uh, in cases where the doctor is available, or it can be call it a nurse or a specialized nurse who is able to at least uh, diagnose and say this is serious and this needs treatment right away. Mm-hmm. Is it also a partner to the pharmaceutical companies? It is also a partner to, because pharmaceutical companies today, you know, most of the big pharmaceutical companies. Uh, you know name it you know whether it's uh, bayer or pfizer F- F- or any of these companies uh, they have to spend a lot of time to bring a drug to the market basically they spend about 10 to 15 to 20 years to bring a, a drug to the, a new drug to the market and it costs upwards of 2 billion dollars to do that so if there is a process of making this faster and cheaper it makes a huge difference so uh, in drug research today what needs to be done very often is to figure out if a, a given chemical a given molecule fits onto uh, basically a target so actually the way the drug research goes is you know you have a target which is essentially uh, a part of your body where the drug Uh, has to actually medically fit Uh, you know basically it's like almost like face recognition which is very commonly done by AI is to say that will this fit and make a difference and so here AI is capable of of analyzing literally millions of chemicals to see which fits uh, best Mm -hmm. and also with which Uh, genetic conditions would it work the best so these this is uh, essentially accelerating the process which is a key to you know bringing drugs to the market and then there are also the other areas of clinical trials to figure out which are the patients who are best candidates for for the drug trials clinical trials and so it also helps to figure out which are the best cases, which best patients. Mm-hmm. So all this helps to reduce the time and reduce the cost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So pharmaceuticals are in fact uh, very interested in using AI for drug discovery.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, do you think this is like early days in AI in healthcare or because I haven't seen it at my doctors, You know, I've, I haven't seen it in the hospital, I haven't, I haven't, uh, so how, how, how will this come to market?
1: So one of the and one of the, the areas
0: where you think will it'll be the yes. most beneficial it will come first. So
1: I think uh, a a good analogy is most of the doctors uh, use some sort of a uh call it help from radiology. Mm-hmm. So whether they use uh, ultrasound or they use uh, various ways of figuring out uh, you know what is happening uh, to which organ in your body mm-hmm. whether it's an x-ray whether it's a, a mri or any of these cases so today the doctors are sending you to a radiologist and the radiologist essentially through the expertise figures out uh, whether you know you have a, a serious issue or not so a lot of this can be also done with AI, because essentially it ends up being some sort of a pattern recognition task. Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, a lot of the uh, machines used by radiologists are actually Mm AI-assisted. They basically already tell you, tell the radiologist where to look for, which are the most uh, critical areas, etc. So uh, in a way, AI is like a used, you know, automatically by the radiologist and maybe over time the radiologists uh, job is going to become easier or maybe that job can be completely sort of outsourced to AI mm-hmm. yep. so a doctor need not send you to a radiologist but can essentially analyze that image mm-hmm. so AI becomes some sort of a, uh, a device which the, every doctor can have sort of have access to at least Maybe even come to everybody's home, right? You know, for example, in the caring space or in other even areas. Even better. So that's the next stage, I would say. I would say, you know, uh, and I think you know that's the other big area. I mean, uh, a big area is taking care of, uh, you know, uh, uh, with this whole telemonitoring of patients and figuring out whether there is an emergency situation or not. And basically, it's like an early warning system you can have and you know for uh, this is true for any patient because for elderly patient from uh, you know if you can prevent a visit to the hospital it's a huge saving mm-hmm. because for a lot of the elderly people it's not easy for them to even go to a doctor
0: in fact, I'm working on that at the moment, Gerard. I'm yes. creating a new startup at the moment, um, which is focused exactly on that space. Um, you know, uh, helping the elderly care. There are a lot of problems in that space. And um, actually, AI is playing a big role in the solution. So I think in terms of observing the situation of the elderly person, understanding what is happening, being able to predict things you know, as situation deteriorates and then improving that situation is at the core of um, mm-hmm. what AI can do in elderly care. And it works on different levels. So I think first of all it's the interaction with the senior uh, which plays a big role here. So if there's an emergency, if a mental state uh, deteriorates or a physical state, um, if there are certain needs and understanding the emotional state and trends can actually be observed by the AI. So if you have a camera right. or a, or a, uh, or a microphone speaker system, um, then the AI can observe the interaction with the elderly person and understand um and maybe predict a little bit if the situation deteriorates.
1: Because this actually makes a big, I think I think it's it's a it's a big necessity mm. because the number of people, uh, employed in the care of elderly mm-hmm. is, is not many mm-hmm. and in yep. fact there are all these horror stories you hear yep. of you know in all these elderly homes. Uh, how few uh, healthcare people are employed and how, mm-hmm. how few people are working. Yep. So I think the, making use of, uh, call it uh, AI or some robotics mm-hmm. or whatever automation mm-hmm. that can be brought in can make a huge, huge difference. difference. And the
0: advantage is once you digitalize some of the conversations or some of the interactions which happen, like taking the daily pills or drinking water, you know, once these things are digitized, then AI can help even more. It can understand a certain Mm -hmm. situation, can understand trends in the market, it can see which care uh, service providers do a better job than others right and mm-hmm. it can really help us optimize that situation which is dismal in most of the countries where you know the, only the, the families take care of their elderly mm-hmm. and it's very costly to employ many people and um, to look after um, the situation so I think here's a huge mm-hmm. potential just like in medicine um, also in terms of cost saving and that's probably really needed to, um, yeah. to you know for us to, you know, to provide a good future for our seniors but also other people that you care for yeah. that need help. Um. Right.
1: I also would like to just point out there are some very new ways. AI is showing some very new ways of doing diagnosis, which I think are just revolutionary. Okay. So I'll talk about a couple of them. Mm-hmm. So one is uh, to predict cardiovascular risk mm-hmm. just by taking an image of the eye. Mm -hmm. just from your eyes it's possible to so basically what they do is they capture the image of the call it the rear interior wall of the Mm -hmm. retina Mm -hmm. and based on the blood vessels it has there are lots of blood vessels there Mm -hmm. and based on the image these blood vessels create it's possible to figure out pretty accurately the age of the person Mm -hmm. the sex of the person whether the person is smoking or not smoking mm-hmm. the you know tendency for diabetes mm-hmm. uh the you know the, tens- the the bloody blood pressure and through all these things it's possible to figure out how wow. imminent is mm-hmm. a serious cardiac event mm-hmm. possible you know how wow. what is the you know and I think th- these are these are very new ways yeah. of doing things because all this ends up being an image recognition problem Mm -hmm. of interpreting Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. image of the wall of the retina Mm -hmm. so that's one i I just think because this is going to change the way and this can be done Mm -hmm. remotely Mm -hmm. this can be done wow so and i think so this is one one thing i want to just point out the other thing which i want to point out is also it's possible to diagnose someone having Parkinson mm-hmm. in three minutes mm-hmm. by just... I mean, how does that work? So it's amazing that you can... And that too, without the person wearing any sensors or any devices. Mm-hmm. So all the person has to do is take a camera, so it could be a, you know a smartphone camera, and just move the hands, uh, you know and move different parts of the body and just the way in which the person moves is it's possible to figure out whether this is characteristic of mm-hmm. someone having a wow. Parkinson. Mm-hmm. So this is again uh, uh, because mm-hmm. again it, it, the, no. the bottom line is it is all pattern recognition mm-hmm. and your comparison with what is normal and what's not normal and you can figure that out. Mm-hmm. And I think and this can be done without any specific machinery
0: or complex medical... Um, exactly. It's all software. Exactly. It's, it's
1: a basically all neural network based uh, you know, recognition of uh, patents. Here comes the super doctor. And then, and again, all these things can be used by hospitals. It's not that, you know... Uh, it, it, I'm not saying that all these will be used independent of the established medical system, mm-hmm. but this is going to allow... Uh, the existing medical systems to to come to the help much faster mm-hmm. okay then one other example i want to just bring up is the detection of early signs of alzheimer mm-hmm. as you know there is no cure for alzheimer today mm-hmm. and in fact it's one of those very difficult things to detect so again through ai it is possible to detect the early signs of alzheimer even before oh. the family members mm-hmm can have a suspicion. Yes, I um, No. but we actually that's what we want to build into our caring um, uh, okay. application, okay, right, to yeah. detect, the, because this is a huge value, right? It's an amazing it's value. Early. Right. Yeah. So so actually in the way it is done, and I, I think this is again mm-hmm. I, the reason why I want to point it out is, again you have a situation where just through detecting changes Pattern. in patterns, mm-hmm. it's possible to uh, conclude mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. Uh, or predict whether this person has uh, uh, Alzheimer. So here basically they have, uh, call it a device in the room mm-hmm. where the patient is and this device just mm-hmm. sends radio waves and the reflection of these radio waves it generates a pattern mm-hmm. which is different whether the person is uh, standing, walking, uh, sleeping or has fallen down, etc. So it is possible to detect all these just through the reflection of mm-hmm. the radio waves and by interpreting these radio waves it's possible to figure out whether whether the person is showing the early signs of, uh, of Alzheimer'. Mm-hmm. So and these are these are all the, this for example the last one is done by MIT. The one which I talked about for the uh, cardiovascular risk is done you know with Google and the one with uh, Parkinson is uh, King's College in London, together with uh, Tencent. And, and, you know, these are all things which are being done. Now, having said all these things, uh, so I think this just shows, you know, what are the opportunities coming up. However, a lot of these things are not yet approved by, call it the regulatory, uh, you know, organizations in every country. Well, every country has a different one, like EU has a different one, the US has FD, uh, FDA, I think, right? Yeah. And yep. all that, so so it does, that's all going to take time because uh, approval and then okay, again... whether but it's consistent
0: is, for the doctor, right? So it, it just gives an indication whether an you indication. should look more, so maybe that's right. how it gets into right. the market faster, right? Yes. Because it, it doesn't have to decide, but it gives some hints to the doctor to Exactly. It. Exactly,
1: exactly. So, so I think you know the AI is going to play uh, it's not just a, uh, just an assisting role but mm-hmm. some sort of a revolutionary role in doing things or detecting things or diagnosing things in a very radically different way. So one only has to figure out can this problem be reduced mm-hmm. to understanding a pattern? Understanding pattern a and right. that's what ai is all about and
0: i'm sure a lot of patterns will be discovered so um, i right. you guys watch the news watch the articles there are lots of articles happening every day on ai and healthcare thank you very much for listening a very important topic um i think dear near to all of us whether we're young or old um health you know ai will make a big uh, impact on healthcare thank you very much for your time